I think it was just because it. I I have I have a a theory. A game theory. I've got a. Th- it could be bunnies. Bunnies. Bunnies are just cute like everybody supposes. to this toxic fandom where we ramble for approximately seven hours about the newest episode of rupaul's drag race season 16 episode 4 rdr live if flip it down to a cool 90 minutes send it straight to your ear holes say hi toxic fans hi introduce yourself toxic fans hi everyone i'm your podcast dad your professional hobbit and a low rent share impersonator stephen pope i'm so excited about this season. I'm having so much fun. Yay! And we're joined by our beautiful co-host, David Gorin. Hello, I'm David Gorin. I'm another year older. I don't know if I'm another year wiser, but I had a birthday and it was fabulous. Yeah, and I was on jury duty for it, and I apologize for that. <laughs> I, there's, You were doing your civic duty. I was, I was. And I hope that you did a duty while doing your civic duty. The, the bathrooms were shockingly clean. And I, and I never watched my mom do her makeup, but <laughs> it's like when you paint in a canvas, but instead you're painting your face. Like you're Jolie. Not- <laughs> I thought you said I never washed my mom at first, and I was like, oh my god. That's so weird. Why would you do that? Don't do that. <laughs> Moving on. Um... So they come back into the world. Oh, you traumatized Joe. Hershey writes Whiplash XX. That's my H- thing. You, you traumatized Joe. H H L J with a squiggle. Then they all talk. I want to go home. <laughs> Poor Joe. So uh, Geneva's pretty press. You feel like Mirage should have been in the bottom, but whatever. Q is having a Lucy moment. But also, but also, yeah. Geneva's fully like the look speaks for itself, and I'm like, it says bad things about you. <laughs> it speaks for itself, but similar to Alaska, it just says anus. Um, it oh, speaks that was for a itself, and what it says is dollar store. Oh, but no, uh, Q is Q is feeling a little pressed. Q is kind of getting. People are saying she's getting jammed. I don't think she's getting jammed. Jan never placed high. Ooh, she's getting crackered. She's coming really close, and then someone... And I actually think that's what also is happening. She's doing really well, but she's never doing well enough to push through to win, which happens. All the bridesmaid, never the bride. It's also week three. Yeah, chill the fuck out. Like, everyone's going, everyone's going to, like, make those fake rankings where they give people arbitrary amounts of points, and Q's going to be really high for this season, and they're going to go, she had the best track record, and I'm going to go, I really don't fucking care. Yeah, thanks, Reddit. I care so little, Reddit. Um, and <laughs> Reddit, the- I love you, don't dox me. <laughs> I'm more concerned about Twitter. Speaking nowadays. of people that, uh, speaking of things that Reddit hates and/or loves, uh, Plain Jane is really sorry that a mandatory meeting 
is making her say these things to her. <laughs> She's basically like, you're pretty much asking for it based on the way you're dressed. Oh, that's dark, Joe. Wow. That was dark. So Jane, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that plain Jane was a mandatory meetings like Republican father. Oh, I hate this. Um, so Plain absolutely is doing the, I'm sorry that you felt apology. But first she tries to underplay what she said and what she did. And then we have drunk Don, who probably isn't that drunk, let's be real. Don does like, weigh eight pounds. Yeah, that is true. Sweat. Like, I could, I could, like, get really good distance if I, like, Don is her. actually a pixie. She's Twyla from Dungeons and Drag Queens. She's this big. Uh, it's, it's wait, not wait I have a question. If she, she was a pill would she be a big pill or a will pill there have been a lot of comparisons i see i don't get it so don but remember in the first episode before willow had figured out what drew was saying where she's like are you a big pill and she goes yes (laughs) i don't know i love willow i love willow well it's because willow's aware that if if rupaul says something if rupaul just agree just agree just agree yeah get her to laugh get her to laugh that's all you gotta do and speaking of rupaul laughing back by popular demand was not popular demanded it's rdr live i did not ask for this i did not order this excuse me waiter waiter i don't want this well, it's served to you with a big heaping bowl of RuPaul also gets a musical guest spot. I don't want this. I genuinely wonder. I think we had, we talked about yeah. this when we watched it live. I wonder if they just wrote like 20 sketches. That's what I said. That I feel like they like wrote a bunch of sketches and they were like, wait, some of these are still good. And like decided to use them. I will be down there and I will tell them they weren't good. And it, it. it is impossible to know when Drag Race airs. But, or when Drag Race film. I'm sorry. Want to try again? No. No, leave that in. No, leave it in. Uh, It's impossible to know when Drag Race airs. It's a mystery. It's impossible to know when Drag Race is filmed. But it usually films June, July. And RDR Live uh, released early May. So I think there's a high likelihood the episode had dropped. I don't remember that episode being considerably well-received. I don't think it was poorly received. I think generally people liked it, but it wasn't like it didn't light the world on fire. I, I remember we had a very long discussion about it because that was another like a lot of All Stars 8. There was a lot of Jimbo sucking up in that episode. And actually, you know, I'm thinking about him. All I'm saying is that the exact same storyline. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. All I'm going to say is that I think that the best thing about playing is she makes you understand how talented Jimbo is. Yeah. When you see somebody who's less talented do the exact same thing. Fair. Um, like, moment for moment, no, beat for beat. No, I, I, we're going to get into it, but yeah, I we are really going to get into did. that. But get, speaking of Plain deciding to become a low-rent Jimbo, they have to assign the roles themselves, which I think is a bad decision. I, I think, hate this. I think that they need to, you always need to assign a casting director because it creates drama and you have to figure out a way for that casting director to be playing for some reason. Absolutely. just Justify it however you need just to. Just say like whoever like moved the most placements down. No, it'd be Geneva then. Um, <laughs> or why don't you just do a useless mini challenge? Yeah, do, yeah. A, do a useless mini challenge. Just have all the queens guess a number and tell Plain she was right. Or Wait, like, no, imagine if the mini challenge was just guess what number I'm thinking of. 
<laughs> no, it's guess what number is in the pit crew's pants. They've they've done that so many. That's they they've done that is literally a normal. I know, but Joe, but I'm Joe, saying. but Joe, we it's have yet to. Er, it's too early to explain the pit crew. Uh, no, it is never, not. It's never, never too early. To never too early for that. It is. That's what they're there for. That is my God given right. They're there for. Um. So yeah, morph. I will say before the parts are given out, morphine is immediate. Like I'm fucked. I am utterly fucked. I am going home. I am fucked. Which is very surprising because she does not carry that energy for the rest of the episode. But, but no, she has that moment. Yeah. So I think, so they're all looking at the parts. They're just kind of reading. Nothing um, happens. They're, none of them look at what the roles entail. We also don't see Geneva choose to play Lindsey Graham. And I want to know what that conversation was like because she doesn't know who Lindsey Graham is. Which, oh, wow. That was Like, it's rough. one of those things where I'm just like, is there someone else with a southern accent who could do this, babes? Mirage should have come over and been like, hey, I see you're struggling. Let's trade roles. Yeah, especially because Mirage was like, oh, I don't like being the host because I'm very alone. Oh, so, my God. So they they assign roles by just, they read out what a role sounds like and they say they want to do it. Um, if the role speaks to you, speak up. So Donna Lemon gets assigned to Maya. Imagine if one of the white queens had been like, I'm going to play Donna Lemon. <laughs> like, I'm so glad that a queen of color spoke up because that would have been a uh, choice. It would have been really awkward. Um, we have, uh, but th- there's an Anderson Cooper's, there's a, there's a QNN, Anderson right. Cooper, Andy Cohen hosting the end of the world instead of New Year's Eve. Tsunami chooses to be the Anderson Cooper role. Maya chooses to be Donna Lemon. Uh, Geneva Carr chooses to be, uh, Lindsey Graham off screen. We then With get no ladybugs. Yeah, we then get to the next se- uh, scene, which is the scene that Jimbo and Jessica Wilde it's did, but with beat Dex. for beat. Yeah, like yeah, it it actually feels a lot like SNL. There's a weird level of like that's actually the most SNL thing they did, which was just take the exact same sketch and do it the exact same way, but just slightly different. <laughs> that is fair. That like, is definitely like, lazy that SNL writer. Very yeah. SNL of them. It, it's the Pete Davidson sketch where everyone wants to fuck Pete Davidson, and it's just vaguely different specifics, but beat for beat the exact same thing. Wait, do you mean the like, Pete Davidson one where it's like, all right. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know if, I mean, that's just the character. But like, that, that's the type of lazy writing they do on SNL sometimes, yeah. is like, they'll just take the sketch and do it exactly the same. So, um, for I, this sketch... Plain is like, I want this sketch. This is my moment. This is for me. And Morphine's like, oh, I'll play opposite you because we know each other and the role is slutty. And, and then Plain, Plain goes, says no. Plain goes, I don't think you're talented enough for that. I'm going to be amazing and I'm going to drown you. Which, I mean. What a cow. It's, yeah. that, was, that was bonkers. That was a wild choice. But uh, Megami chooses that and Plain just, uh, and Megami, and Morphine just goes, okay, I'm going to do the first sketch. Yeah. Um, And then we get into the newscasters. Plasma immediately picks one of them. I wonder if Dawn had also picked one of them, and they just, like, Plasma had kind of, I wonder if Dawn just was, like, waiting to see if something else spoke to her, mm-hmm. or if she was also maybe expressing interest, and then Plasma just spoke first. Again, I don't love when there's not a reason why they do it, but yeah. uh, a mandatory meeting, Plasma choose to be the newscasters in their weekend update segment. Yeah. And Q is going to play the weekend update character, the first bricks thrown at Stonewall. Then they get to the final sketch, which is the barbershop quartet. And Don goes, fuck no, I'm not singing. And goes, Plasma, you're a singer. You do impressions. You love Barbara Streisand. 
why aren't you doing this thing? And she goes, because sometimes when you love something too much, you do it on Drag Race and they send you home by saying that your reference was too niche. And yeah. I'm not getting sent home for doing Barbara, so I'm not doing it. Because she loves Barbara. Yeah. Except as the scene. editor will show us as yeah. in a montage. Yeah, yes. she spoke for 48 hours about Barbara Streisand, similar to Barbara Streisand's audiobook. Yes. Now, this is not a this is not a Barbara Streisand podcast. And it could be if David had his way. It, but. it could be if my dad was on it. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Joe, I don't know how to tell you this, but your dad and I are starting a Barbara Streisand podcast together. I'd listen. I would listen too. <laughs> I'd I would listen, listen too. He needs to get. He needs to do more stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he needs a hobby. <laughs> no, your fortune cookie said you need a hobby, David. <laughs> I take it there we was some Pan-Asian cuisine. We went to Genghis Cohen and David got a fortune that said, get a hobby. It will enrich your life. <laughs> yep. I can teach you how to knit. So I, I, I want to learn how to sew. I can teach you how to sew. I do. Please do. All I, right, fine. Let's yeah. set up a day. Let's make yeah. it a thing. Uh, so Safira, I really want to talk about Safira in this uh, casting so, thing. Yeah. Safira and Mirage both want to be. They want to be. So Safira and Mirage we're both wanting to be the host. Yes. And I have no idea why Mirage wants to be the host. She doesn't want to for the rest of the episode, but in this moment she does. And Safira is like, I'm not backing down, but you know what? Fuck it. I don't care this much. So I think that Mirage looked at hosting and said, no one can overshadow me in the hosting role. Yeah. And if the jokes are even vaguely good, which they were for Candy. Yeah. Then like, yeah, I just need to deliver five punchlines and I'm free. And dress up as death at one point, but that's beside the point. But like, yeah. like, like that's that's kind of the simple thing is that in general, when you're the host of SNL and you're not having to be in every sketch, yeah, it's just a monologue, and that she can learn it herself. She can run it in her hotel room. She doesn't need to worry about someone dropping a line or being too funny or ginger minging her. <laughs> like, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, one, that's your best friend you're talking about, and two, what do you mean ginger minging? Trixie Mattel literally was like. The amount of people who were in the bottom because Ginger was more talented than them in season seven is earth-shaking. Like, literally every time someone was in a scene with Ginger, they were told, you were good, but Ginger overshadowed you. And you, if you're not a big personality, that's a real fear. Like, if she was in a, if she was like in a scene with Safira, there's a high likelihood Safira would take every joke and she would just be left, like, kind of barely treading water yeah whereas yeah. she's in a scene on her own she lives and dies on her own yeah the problem that she didn't think about is the fact that everyone else gets people to rehearse their bits with and feedback yeah which is funny because i mean i feel like she could have asked someone yeah i think that she should have just walked up to her friends and said hey girls um do you want to just like listen to me do this a few times and give me some notes and then they would have given them to her and she would have probably done fine but i think it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where she just slowly gets more and more upset as it goes yeah um because she safira immediately backs down the second mirage is like i will fight for this she goes okay i'm gonna work in a group um and she chooses to be part of the barbershop quartet is yeah is is she playing a game no i think that she because i think she likes mirage i think she just went oh you're right i don't want to do this yeah (laughs) I, i think the second she saw i think i think safira said i'm the only one who can pull off this monologue and then when someone else was like i can also do it she went okay i just won't yeah. i don't need to i can be fine being safe this episode mm-hmm. yeah or potentially doing well because the barber she's good in the barbershop quartet honestly i was yeah. surprised she wasn't in the top I- i'm surprised all three of them weren't in the top but well Nymphia. no i think 
I I mean, I think that Plasma Ginger minged them. Yeah, I think Plasma oh, absolutely. Plasma devoured the other yeah. two. Um and like that's what you have to worry about. Like if if so if luckily Nymphia and Sephira are both confident enough to yeah. not be devoured, but like if Maya was in that scene, she would have been in the bottom still because she just wouldn't have been able to like push. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but we we then go around um Rue does a walkthrough where she talks to them With about Ross sketch comedy. Matthews. Does he do sketch comedy? I, no. I know I've asked this he like does, a million he times. He does comedy, but he's he not does, like a sketch comedian. Um, yeah. He does, I feel like it's one of those weird things where like, because of his background with Jay Leno and then on Chelsea Lately. Um, and then I also think he did the Comedians of Chelsea Lately tour. He, um, he's kind of been in that world, but also like he's pro. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he's been a monologist at ASCAT. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is that Ross is the, they don't have a, they don't have like Nicole Byer this episode. Yeah. Which yeah. would have been someone, which would have been like a real comedian to bring. So Ross is their comedy person. Michelle can do music. Carson can do fashion. Ross can do comedy. The yeah. hilarious Ross Matthews. And like RuPaul, pass. Um, <laughs> But like, that's like the very simple what thing. What are you talking about? RuPaul is judge, jury, and executioner. What? I'm saying that RuPaul passes. She's a beautiful woman. Oh, I thought you said she passed away and I was about to figure no, out. No, that's Lady Bunny. Uh, oh, they were going to say she passed gas. Yeah, probably. Well. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. That's fracking. Uh, Ooh, you were proud of that one. So the first group over to Rue is Maya, Geneva, Morphine, and Tsunami, uh, winners of the four names that made my phone go, are you having a stroke? <laughs> None of and, them have and, done a sketch. And looking when you looked at all of them, you were like, maybe I will have a stroke. <laughs> oh. Oh. They are, it is a pretty group of people, but uh, none of them have done this before. And she asked Maya, like, are you confident? And Maya's like, yeah, I am. And she's like, no, you're not. You're all going to be bad. And actually, she was right. They were all bad. <laughs> I disagree, but we'll talk about that in a minute. And then we had Saphira Nymphia Plasma Mirage, four names that sound like they belong in a Japanese RPG. Um, Safira would absolutely be your white mage. Oh fuck yeah! You think she'd be the blue your mage? She'd be the white mage. She'd be, she. And, oh mage. Yeah. I thought you said the white maid. I was like, what is the white maid? No white mage. Uh, they're the ones. Who, they're the healer. They're your healer. I don't know. Uh, that you support, and then they tend to be their your summoner. Uh, Nymphia's the rogue. Uh, but yeah, Ross. Nymphia's specifically Rico from <laughs> yeah, Final is. Fantasy X. She really is. Rico, Rico Suave. Ooh, that's a good drag name. So, Plasma is having her like, I just don't know. I don't know what to do. And Ross, in a rare moment of good advice on this show, is just goes, sweetheart, just do a Barbara impersonation. She's like, just it's do not that hard. Yeah, Just do Barbara. I don't know what to do. I love Barbara Streisand. Have you considered Barbara Streisand? <laughs> Have you considered that's what you should do? Um, yeah, but it's also one of those things where like... Again, the show will set her up. Absolutely. The, the show will set you up to like get fucked. But also it's one of those things where I feel like Barbara is, you know, as we've talked about plenty of times, there is RuPaul's pantheon of queens. Barbara is in there. I actually don't know that Barbara is in RuPaul's pantheon because, like, Manila's Barbara Streisand wasn't a perfect Barbara. Like, it was a parody. It was... It was funny. It was very funny, but it was, like, it was to Barbara Streisand what Jujube Cher was to share. <laughs> like... That that Barbara Streisand's name is not Barbara, it's charcuterie board. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. I think that it's one of those situations where 
I think RuPaul's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like pop culture knowledge dies around the millennium. Yeah. If not a little bit earlier. So I think that even if Barbara Streisand isn't like a Diana Ross or a Cher for her, I think that there is a part of it where it's like, there is If you're going to do it well, you have to do it well. Yes. Uh, Or you can do it, you can do it like Nymphia Wind where she wasn't really trying to do a Barbara and it worked. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like a, I mean, this isn't like, like if you're doing a snatch game, I think you're allowed to do a snatch game and kind of like over accentuate certain parts of the person because you're playing it for comedy. Yeah. It's, it's a joke. But yeah. I think in a case like this, you can't. I think, I mean, I think you can because it's specifically a sketch. It is specifically a comedy challenge. I just think that there is a danger. I think the real danger that, Plasma could face doing Barbara is not playing it for comedy enough. Mm. Like, I think that if Plasma did a really subtle, sincere Barbara that wasn't funny, then she would have been, that she could have gone home. True. And that's what she was worried about with, like, how how deep is her Barbara? And the answer is <laughs> quite good. Like, yeah. her Barbara story saying was both iconic to who Barbara is and very funny for the sketch. Oh, yeah. But had she done it poorly, she would have gone home for doing Barbara. And that would have been her narrative, is the girl who did Barbara Streisand poorly. And, and she doesn't want that brand. No, did she, Barbara Dirty. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do Barbara Dirty. Um, I mean, all I'm going to say is Lil' Kenya Michaels did Beyonce Dirty, and it was genius. Never do Beyonce for Snatch Game, and I will argue that at least she had an idea for it. All I'm so going to say bad. is her Beyonce. I think about her Beyonce so often. Is that your Roman Empire? Oh, you, you you just found out about the Roman Empire. <laughs> it finally made it to Instagram Reels, so David knows about Roman empires. Uh, I still don't understand it, but no, that's no, okay. okay. It's okay. So no, don't. No, I'm not. All right, no, all right. No. I will, I'll explain it later. No, my Roman Empire is not explaining this to David. <laughs> <laughs> but is your Roman Empire um, little Kenya Michaels as Beyonce? I'm gonna take a sleepy. I think more likely my Roman Empire is Yara Sophia as Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Lubricant remover. Yar. <laughs> I'm watching a lot of Harry Potter. Like the best thing about it is it's her her version of a British accent was just a lot of like it's in the like back of her Hebrew. throat. It's beautiful. Yeah. Amy Whitehouse was Jewish. <laughs> what? Really? Really? Yeah. Well fuck. So I, I'm, I wish I knew enough Hebrew to make a back-to-black joke that used, like, a, 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 a Hebrew word starting with a B. Uh, uh, Baruch. <laughs> I don't know. We're bad Jews. So, yeah. um, <laughs> while we're doing the little faffing about and RuPaul is giving the, oh, you're fucked, uh, to some girls, Safira, we find out Safira just has no patience for nonsense of any sort. Where she's she like... She abhors inefficiency. So, so Ru is like, so what happened? And there, everyone's like, well, you know, she didn't really... So here's what happened. And I love that, all right? Like, listen, the Vixen might be a controversial figure, but I will always love... No, too vague. Yeah, no, it's great. And then we start having a conversation. Then uh, after that, we get into a conversation about DACA. Uh, oh, that's both, right. Both Geneva and Tsunami are dreamers, mm-hmm. which means that they came to this country... Uh, they were born not in the United States, but they came when they were young enough that they were basically granted an in-between, like a green card that allows them to 
exist because it's the only home they've ever known. Yeah. Um, it is actually really surprising to me that we are getting this conversation now and not a couple years ago when Dreamers were a little more in the news with Donald Trump trying to, like, take away the rights of Dreamers. Which was so fucked up. Um, it's also, a, it's I believe a, Candy is a, a Dreamer as well, but I'm not positive on I, that one. Yeah, I, she has never mentioned it on the yeah, show. Yeah, Um, So I don't know for sure. But uh, it's a very, it was a, a really nice moment. It's also one of those things where it's like, can I be vulnerable on the pod? Well, no. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Oh, if no. you have something to say, go, go Oh, I was going to say, it's also one of those things where it's like, they say this before the before they even get to the challenge. So you know that Zunami and Geneva are worried and have to tell their backstory. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, I'm famously the were you shot one. All right. Like, I'm not going to be moved by a lot of tears. But this one got to me. I don't know. I don't know I why. I feel like it's important to note that Pope says this a lot and is the one who has the most I'm emotional the sap. Like I'm the sap. Pope is like, I'm like, where you shot? And then he's like, this t- talk about their parents loving Fuck them off. got me. Fuck like, all the Pope way is the person that uh, that mirror chats were made for. <sighs> you're awful. But I'm You're right. awful because you're right. Okay, you're awful because you're right. You're still awful. Um... Another thing is Mirage talks about how she was part of the first uh, Pride event. Uh, uh, well, the first native Pride event um, because she's Mexican-American and Apache. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think that's rad because we really haven't had an openly native girl on Drag Race in season 11 talk about this, like, you know, her, their history. Are you saying we've only had closeted native girls? Well, Trixie, we haven't, famously. Uh, and Maddie. And Maddie, also. like we, yeah. we have, we have some, and then, but like I think that we've had, we've had First Nations queens in Canada. Yeah, like, a lot of um, them. I mean, Venus literally is the first First Nations winner. Yes, I think Mazel in tov. the franchise history. Yeah, uh, I, I believe so. I believe and, no, Trixie. Um, well, <laughs> Trixie is part. Sorry, of the first, the first First Nations winner in First Nations winner in history that didn't rob Shangela. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, and we also had Alona Verley talk a lot about it on her season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we don't get it a lot in the U.S. Um, it was, it was, it was really nice. It was, uh, it's a hot mic. You know who has a lot of hot mic moments? Why do you do this to me? A mandatory meeting? I guess she's not on mic. She's not. She's just on, um, on, but I was going to say on cable. But, but who? <laughs> You know, you know. Well, she is. That's where you get MTV. <laughs> no, That's she's so on a stupid. hot keyboard. Uh, so a mandatory meeting has my dream job. Oh, my God. I just love that they were like, so who has an OnlyFans? And a mandatory meeting was like, I don't, but I do email people for OnlyFans. <laughs> I just love how disgusted so, and icked out Q is by this. Like, oh, if only they knew. <laughs> I I love it. I'm like, I'm like that's fun. I assume that Amanda probably Amanda's so likable and funny that I'm assuming she's probably very. Oh, I'm sure she's probably she probably keeps those people subscribed for longer. Yeah, because yeah. I think the thing with OnlyFans, the thing that like is the draw of it is that you can send direct messages to the people and they usually will respond. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, I've never I've never supported a creator on OnlyFans because I'm what poor. Um, <laughs> well, as someone who has. Um, I mean, I've, I've been there for the videos. I've never talked to anyone. It's, it's one of those things where it's funny because in hearing that Amanda did that, I was like, this confirms a lot of suspicions. Cause I definitely feel like there have been people who like will message you or you'll message back. 
and you'll be like, I feel like this doesn't sound like you. This sounds like someone else. Need a second there, Joe? You okay there, Josephina? I'm just imagining David messaging the most fuckable pasta guy to be like, to ask a this. question, and him responding like, that's so much more eloquent than someone who would fuck pasta. <laughs> I, I'm, oh my god, the fuck, the fucking pasta thing haunts this podcast. And speaking of fucking pasta, we never talk about RuPaul's look unless we never, do. Never, we never do. Uh, I wrote down, she's going for Trixie's gig. I have a question. Might have an answer. If RuPaul's outfit was gonna fuck pasta what pasta would it fuck a whole tour of italy there you go <laughs> and uh, what is in the whole tour of pasta italy well the whole tour <laughs> of italy <laughs> i think it's lasagna um a chicken parm and i can't um, chicken parm is not a pasta and a fettuccine alfredo and a fettuccine alfredo yeah i would assume those fuckable pasta would be shells oh because sh- yeah yeah i see that i see that yeah we're or like, or, the, no, I feel like it'd be like a like a cream sauce. So anyway, our guest judge this week was Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, she has not aged. She hasn't. She's amazing. It's I love her. She's the chosen one. Yeah, for real. Um, and then we get into the sketches. God help us have mercy on our souls. So the first sketch is, uh, as we said earlier, it's QNN, and it is. Morphine and Tsunami playing Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen getting drunk on New Year's Eve. Yeah. But instead, instead, it's the end of the world. Because, so, the first sketch when you watch SNL is always the topical sketch. Yeah. It's the one that they clearly had to write in the last minute to, like, make make sense. And because Drag Race filmed in, like, June, they can't write something topical. So, instead, it's just, like, generically topical. But the Republicans fucked up something. Yeah. Everything's bad. So it's it's kind of weird. It doesn't really make sense. No. Um, and then we cut to Maya as Donna Lemon, and she's, like, doing a really high scream the entire time while trying to deliver punchlines. Yeah. And I, then tries and to hit on Bryce. <laughs> I mean, that might have been a choice. I feel I, like Don Lemon's usually falling apart when on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Don Lemon got, like, his nipple pierced on New Year's Eve one year. Ow. What? Ow. Yeah. I still need to get my ears pierced. Um, Wait, I gotta be honest, what? I thought Maya did good. I'm pretty sure Don Lemon got his nipples pierced on camera on New Year's Eve one year. What? Yeah. Well, damn. What? Don Lemon gets very drunk at New Year. And the then, CNI crew gets really drunk on New Year's I just, and does, like, gay shenanigans. This is CNN. Wait, was, he the, was he the pass around party bottom that Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen were talking about? I mean, not directly on new year's eve because he was in a different place but maybe he is and i so i love that for him good for him that's a beautiful choice i mean for him i mean look which of us wouldn't pass around don lemon um and then we have geneva carr doing something that she isn't lindsey grant no she's not no No, i I disagree i I disagree she is trying she just does not know who she's i'm gonna say this we learned, I learned this last week from Lux's Twitter that they do have YouTube in their hotel rooms. Oh. Because Lux was talking about how she, uh, she learned, that she was lead, learning the spoilers from YouTube of her own season and learned <laughs> that she was sent home uh, in episode four after being heavily favored by the judges. And she was like, 
That's fun. Do you um, think any of them listen to the calming dog music to go to sleep? I would. No, they um, listen to three hours of tooting. Um, <laughs> but no, so they have YouTube. She, she could have gone looked. home and looked up clips of Lindsey Graham. She could have watched the news. There are things she could have done her that night in the hotel room to work on this. And instead, she just did it. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Maya, wait, who did you think she was, Joe? Mm. Oh, I looked when when we saw it initially. I thought she was maybe Rebecca Glasscock because Rebecca Glasscock is in the background. I was like, oh, is this like Rebecca Glasscock's gone crazy? Because that'd be funny. That would be funny. I was I was gonna bring that up. Why is there a Rebecca Glasscock poster in honor of every- Princess Poppy? the Uh, real winner of the emmy seriously i I, did you see princess poppy at the end yeah i did she was a goblin yeah it was great as i i mean did did you see the story she was goblin that dick get out of here i was about to say did you not see the post that i put on our instagram where i said was she the sex goblin that plain jane was talking about (sighs) so hot um no i and then i love that she went out for a number uh, and like a big like reveal cloak and wig and then just took them off was just in boy drag and walked out and did nothing and just took money. <laughs> Princess Poppy's so funny. The sense of humor she has is I want bananas. her to read you drag race and have still quit drag. I mean yeah. I want I want her on all stars, but I don't want her to bring drag. I think that Princess Poppy is just an avant-garde queen who is bringing avant-garde to the next level. She's doing something. She's doing She's certainly, she's the type of queen who would have a mimosa in a mimosa. Speaking of bad comedy. Um, so the first cha- the first sketch is actively bad. Yes. It's really, it's poorly written. The girls don't seem to know what they're doing. I am going to say Maya did not do that bad, in my opinion. I felt like Maya was one note, but so what? I mean, it was, it was one funny. note, a yeah. very high note. Yeah. I think that if Maya had dropped her voice, it would have been fine. I do think it was literally impossible to hear what she was saying. Um, and it ruined her pacing. It ruined her timing. At the same time, she's clearly the one that they were like, it almost feels like they knew the bottom two were Mirage and Geneva. And they had Maya in the bottom partially to just give her, to give her notes. They put her in the bottom to say, you had a bad runway. So we're putting you in the bottom. We appreciated that you tried and these are the things you need to do to do better in the future. Mm-hmm. Because it never once felt like Maya was up for elimination. Not a moment. Yeah. And I, I, I do think there's a level of, like, they see this, this like, person who they think could break out. And they just, she hasn't done it yet. Well, and have, th- have you two looked, uh, looked at her videos on, like, YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or anything? Uh, no, I'm not on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm not on TikTok either. One of them is lying. Can you guess who? Um, I'm also not on Instagram reels. <laughs> well, that's yeah, fair. And I'm only on Facebook to see my mom post things where it kind of seems like people have died, but really she's just saying she loves them. That is that is oddly specific. She is an amazing performer. <laughs> my mom? <laughs> yes, your mother's an amazing performer. Uh, you should see her at the Arizona State Follies. I don't know what you're referencing. But I'm just saying, Maya is very talented. She just needs to show it. And she's not. Well, and I it's think she, annoying. I think she's not a comedian. No. And she just hasn't had a chance to show anything yet. Like, there's a level of, like... Except that she has no bones. Yes. But, like, she hasn't had a chance to sh- to really show off because she hasn't had a dance challenge yet. Um, and same with, like, Mirage. Mirage had not had a chance to break away from the pack because she 
hadn't had a dance challenge yet. Yeah. And then we get to her monologue. And it's very badly written. Yes. She stumbles over her words. I have a feeling that Mirage alternated a lot the night before between listening to Dark Lady and practicing her lines. Yeah. And because she was really working on the words for both of them, she didn't really get the words for either of them. I can see that. Yeah. I a thousand percent like, can see that. Uh, like, it's, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, no. I was right. going to say, it's the famous saying that if you chase two horses, you catch neither. Is that a famous saying? Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of true, but I mean, I've never heard that before. You've never heard that? No. No. Though I would totally believe it because like, Horses I, I, are fast. Is it yo. from Hannah Montana? It sounds like something that Miley Cyrus would say in Hannah Montana. No, I'm pretty sure I heard Taylor Swift say it, actually. Did she steal it from Hannah Montana? I don't Ooh. think so. Is that um, why they don't like each other? I don't think they ha- like each other. Hannah Montana and Taylor Swift, arch nemeses. <gasps> not, like, not Miley Cyrus, just Hannah Montana. But yeah. no, uh, and then the next sketch is Megami and Plain doing the exact same sketch that Jimbo and Jessica did, and Plain is making... The exact same acting choice that Jimbo made in the sketch. But whereas Jimbo has comedic timing, Jane just says all of her lines in monotone without taking any pauses. And so she ooh. actually never gets a joke. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought Megami did very well. Um, Megami was this, fun. Yeah. But like plain, I do not understand the knob slobber they give her because this is such a... It really did show me, oh... Jimbo is a clown and Jimbo knows comedy. Yeah. So even though they're doing the exact same thing, one of them is really, you know, gonna get a laugh and the other one's just like, eh, you're, you're, you got it. There's a specific joke in it that I think perfectly illustrates Plain's lack of comedic timing, which is she goes, decks can come in all shapes and sizes, um, thick and wide and are wide and th- uh, wide and short or wide and long and it's like oh no that's not that's not how the joke should go if you're going to speak in monotone and you can't take any ability of like up or down you can go decks can come in all shapes and sizes wide and short or wide and long <laughs> that 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 got a laugh it's very simple it's very quick it's very Karen in Mean Girls of like if you're not going to alternate your voice you have to take pauses and then uh, alternate your tempo and Plain doesn't do that and I mean the other thing that I will say if we're going back to the Jimbo at all I feel like Jimbo also has a physicality and a joy and a joy with her body that I'm just not getting from Plain Jane Plain Plain does so Jimbo comes at this from clowning mm-hmm. and from being so almost there's a level of Jimbo's clowning where she's so invested into everything and so below it all that she's delighted to be in it. Yeah. Plain is coming at it from a very above it. She's doing a, it, everything she does feels like a commentary on it. So there's just not as much joy in the doing. I think that's completely fair. Um but yeah Moving on from there, we now have Weekend Update, where um, Amanda oh. and Dawn fought so hard to each tell two jokes. Okay. Um, are we deliberately forgetting RuPaul's musical number? I mean, I was. I just... Um... So, RuPaul has a musical number. <laughs> it goes on for a slight eternity. It's probably the best time RuPaul's ever performed on stage. Yeah, she moved pretty well. Which is I was shocked. similar to being the tallest dwarf. Um <laughs> How dare you stole, come from my family like that? I stole that joke from Heather. For, I was going to say, thanks, Veronica. <laughs> um, I mean, I no, I, but like, I genuinely thought it was, I mean, listen, RuPaul's like, I got an album to promote. I decided to drop it the same day as RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Um, or it, as, or she just calls it my drag race. Um, <laughs> no, she says RuPaul's drag race. She distances herself from herself. <laughs> She's like, there's two RuPaul's. RuPaul's drag race and RuPaul Charles. Well, you, you have to understand. RuPaul, the famous, the fabulous drag queen. RuPaul, the host of the show. Same person. <gasps> it was this many years old when I learned that the host of RuPaul's Drag Race is the same man who comes into the workroom as the same woman who wears the wig. What? Oh, is that from something? That's a TikTok. Okay. I'm surprised you know what a How TikTok is. How dare you? That's an Instagram reel. <laughs> if, if you saw it. <laughs> um, I Okay, okay. So to go back to Dawn and Amanda, I felt like Amanda was shining. Oh, I felt Amanda, like Amanda yeah. was like, in the top for me at this Amanda moment. Amanda felt like a weekend update anchor. She yeah. did. Which is not shining too much. They're not, they're famously not always the best, but she felt like a good weekend update. She was getting yeah. the jokes right. She had a good amount of energy. She was moving her eyes a lot in a way that was like portraying something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, I was like, oh, Amanda, top this week. And every time we see Dawn and Face doing a challenge, I get worried for Dawn's ability to lip sync because the way she paints her eyes makes it very difficult to see what they're doing. Yeah. It's old tricks. It's a little bit too much black under them in a way that looks really cool from a distance and is really fascinating to look at, but it just means that she has less emotionality. Yeah. Um, And then we have Q as a brick, and um, I'm just going to say Q, you're the jokes that your brick said fell flat. Yeah, I I thought her brick was really a brick. Like, it was just kind the, of the, awkward the, and stilted. Like She she was a brick, and she was falling slow, and she was drowning slowly. She tried really hard. And, like, I actually do think that she gave a lot to it. Yeah. It was just a really bad sketch. There's something about her face that reminds me of someone, and I can't put my finger on it. Well, she said she was trying to paint like Amanda, which I thought was very shady and very funny. No, but there's something about the work that she's had done that reminds me of another, like someone else. No, I know who you're talking about because I'm also seeing it. <laughs> I don't you. know. Yeah, like I, uh, there's it's driving there, me insane. There, and specifically in this, she looks like someone, and we don't have it. So if you have it, make sure to leave it in a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. Um, but then we have our final sketch, the best sketch of the night, it which really is, is the Barbara Shop Quartet. Yeah. Um, but one of them is uh, one of them is gone, so it's just three of them. They just sing Jingle Bells, and Plasma proves that she has a fantastic Barbra Streisand. Yes. She really does. She's taking every moment. She's electric. She figures out. She like she uses the microphone really well. It just it feels like a it feels like she this it feels like she's a, an actress in a sketch group, and she pitched this sketch. Yeah. It feels like it was written for, for her, which is so cool and great. And I'm so glad she did it. Same. And then Nymphia and Safira are also there. Nymphia, I will give credit to. Nymphia is someone who's like, clearly doesn't have much of a connection to Barbara Streisand. But she's like, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to at least commit. Yeah. yeah. And she's like not a singer. She's just, she's, and she's doing well. She feels, there's, there's a world where if you don't give 110% to that sketch, that sketch is hard because if you don't commit fully, you just look terrible. Yeah. Like, I actually think that Dawn was really smart to fight her way out of that sketch mm-hmm. because I think that Dawn 
could have struggled to like give it the commitment level it needed. I agree. Yeah, funny. I agree. I also think that like Safira joining that sketch was smart because if one of them was bad, they all could have been bad. Exactly. If anyone had just gone into that, they would have just been Q. <laughs> um, please tell me you understand the joke. I don't. Joe. Anyway, moving on to the rifle. What was Q? A brick. Thank you. Oh. Oh. David, you're too smart for the podcast sometimes. <laughs> the runway time, and they changed the name on us, but I kind of prefer the second one. Everything. Every share. All at once. Honestly, that happened. I said it out loud and laughed so hard. And David thought I had just said it because I overshadowed everything, how funny I thought it was. Yeah. I was screaming. I thought it was- It it's was so good. It was, the, it was the most I laughed in this episode with a comedy challenge in it. <laughs> It's very good. Um, and now for the first one, we have Zunami Muse. Oh my god, I loved this. This is beautiful. It was such a good start for this runway. Yeah. I don't know what those wings she has are made out of, but they are stunning. Yeah, yeah it's a. I think it's a take from an album cover that she did um, in the seventies. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's yeah. the it's the iconic uh, like tinsel, tinsel hair. Wig. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say is that I just I agree with Kayla from last week. I don't. I'm realizing how much I don't love a nude illusion. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very clear where the nude illusion is. At the same time, this is just so beautiful. It's gorgeous. I kind of wish that she maybe did more of like a, like, I mean, because if you look at the original, it has like a Lady Godiva thing going on. And I feel like I wish she did more of that. I under, but I, okay. Um, I will say, I mean, Tsunami I doesn't get my, your, is it fashion or is she just skinny critique for me? Because she was like, oh, okay. I don't think I could pull off this like naked thing so i'm gonna add stuff to this no 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 no, no. totally and it's funny because joe just zoomed in and it's kind of what i'm saying but it's a very there's a very clear cut between the wig and the outfit yeah there's a nudity i think that she's using the the tinsel coming out of her boobs coming together in the middle yeah is to hide the corset yes that's great that's like what i would have wanted is if she if like if it was kind of like, remember those bodysuits that Lady Gaga used to wear with the hood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If it was like that, but but the tinsel hair. Okay. And I, so it's just could... more, like if you're going to add more hair, add more hair. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Next up me... was Fran Drescher. Hey, it's Morphine Love Dion doing, doing Cher at the, the Oscars. Oscars. And no. honestly, I loved this. I hated it. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I thought it was I... a good... I thought it was a good drag interpretation of the original look. Yes. I disagree. I think that adding the black mesh um, while doing everything else the same is really smart. I think that her face looks stunning. I really like the wig. This is probably my mm -hmm. favorite morphine look. I, oh boy. Oh yes. boy. I'm over here like, so I think the Which middle part, part is- do you not like? The I don't- perfect bodysuit- the perfect body, the beautiful face. Uh, okay, one, I don't like that the, the midsection is the wrong color, but that's beside the point. I think this wig is so the nanny. It's Fran Drescher circa 1998, <laughs> and it is such a bump it. Uh, it, it. Like, I cannot, I can't with this wig. I don't know if I think it's Fran Drescher. I will say that the face is pretty the face is not share i don't think she's trying to do share in the face i think she's doing morphine in the face she's trying to do i think she's morphine. doing frankenfurter in the but face I, I, she's Oof. doing she's doing morphine in the face and then she's adding the blush that share that share was doing at the time i think the reason that she has to have bigger hair than share has is because 
she's a man and it proportionizes her height. I I understand that, but also my problem is I don't think this dress is well proportioned to her. I feel like it kind of makes her look a little bit uh, tubey, to be honest. I kind of wish she padded her hips a bit more and give it a little more of the silhouette. She couldn't. Like she, like she, she literally, she's not even, she, she literally can't even put underwear under this because it is just the only thing covering her bit, her little bits is the, uh, the black, the black, like tinsel. You don't know her. You don't know if her bits are little. (laughs) I'm just saying like, I think it was a very good look. I don't, I feel like it was more like, okay, I have this black sparkling number. Uh, oh. This kind of looks like a share thing. I can make that work. Oh, no. No, is, no, 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 no. Pope, no. this, this is, is a, a recreation. You can look. This is a perfect recreation, just with a darker midsection. Mesh, yeah. Like, this is literally this. It's the I'm, same. Okay, all right. Like, this up isn't, close, this isn't something close. she had in her closet. This is something she made. Like, all I right. had made. Yeah, it is, it is, I really appreciate that this feels like a drag version of the other one. I'll say this. Maybe. The, the shawl could have been bigger. The shawl could have been bigger. The hair could have maybe been a hair uh, bigger, just for funsies. The hardest thing about doing dark hair in general is that when you have a black wig like this, it just sinks everything. Yeah. So it just is difficult to do dark hair on a drag queen. That's why most drag queens are blondes. I did not know that. Yeah, Cracker talks about it. Huh. Uh, in the in uh, when she did tutorial tutorials on Wow Presents. I'm, oh wow! I'm if you've never show. watched that, it's very fun. Yeah, it, it was legit know. a good show. Um, she teaches you how to boil a wig. Yep. So next up was Maya. And Maya is doing Ugh. turn back time, but Megami already called it, so she picked another look with her jacket. And she didn't do it. Yeah. Like, like this is just not the look. It's well, not the look. My theory is that she... My theory is that... I wonder if it was less, oh, you've already been... You've already picked a look. And more... Like, Megami I wonder... did it better. Like, more Megami did it so well, she didn't want to be directly compared. Fair. Because this is just a... Like, Megami's is a perfect turn-back yeah. time. Yeah. And this is just not. So, she didn't want to be compared. It it looks good otherwise. Yeah, I think it's it, a good look. The hair is... The, I, Michelle is right. The hair should have been bigger. All I'm going to say is that it looks like something that she would have, like, used for a girl group challenge. Yeah. And... I see that. I see that. And, like... Yeah, In I a, don't know. It, it looks like she already had. If she already had a share look, it would be would have been this one. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. It's so not that, and also it's one of those things where like if you're doing just a regular like share on the town look, it needs more. Like she always has like a chrome hearts chain on her pants. She always has. It needs more accessories. It needs more accessories. It needs to be a little bit more fun. Yeah, I can see that. I absolutely agree yeah. with that. Um, Next up is Geneva Carr as the um, as ringleader ring at the Ringling Brothers Circus. Such yep. a deep cut. <laughs> I, a weird so cut. This is a really interesting one because she's clearly doing this look. She's added a few things. She added sleeves, mm-hmm. which I think just does. I agree with Sarah Michelle Gellar. It made her boxier. I love this. I, I got to be honest. I think Geneva looks great. She looks beautiful. I think my problem with it is I wish she was a cinched a little bit more. And yeah, if she lost the sleeves. Yeah. If she lost the sleeves and kept the little wristlets, it would have been nicer. Also, I will just say, I wish the feather was bigger. Yeah. The feather in the original look is huge. So I'll say this. As a Cher fan, um, there is another Cher ringleader look, which was also um, a Bob Mackie doll. And I'll throw it up on the pod. And it was this. 
Uh, oh, so it's like a purple Wonka sort of thing. It's like a purple Wonka jacket with like kind of a nude illusion, like silver thing underneath. And it's just the superior look. I Because my issue with Geneva, like my the thing with this is that you could do this and it's fun and costumey. Geneva's just look cheap. I so the, disagree. The I think I Geneva's looks really good. say about Geneva's is that she picked a color that looks beautiful on her. I agree. I think she wanted a red lady look. She didn't want to wear, she thought everyone, and like she's, I think the only queen in red it's smart for a lot of reasons, and she painted herself beautifully. Mm-hmm. It just, I think if she, if the top, the cut of the top had been better, the look would have just come together. I feel and like. It's the detailing. And, mm-hmm. and I also feel like had she done just any amount better in the challenge, maybe would have pushed her to safe. But that's not what we have. But no. Speaking of not doing well in the challenge, okay. we have Mirage. This is I she I She looks great. She looks incredible. She um she's doing a Vegas residency share? Yes. Yes. Um and it is it's stunning. No, no, no it's not No. No, that's um That's uh, Safira later. That's Safira later. I don't remember what this share is, but it's a it's a beautiful purple number. It yeah. has feathering at the bottom. This is a this is a showgirl this drag is a 60 interpretation. Share. It's a 60 share cuz she was saying that's 60 share and then No, no, called... no, 70 share with 60s hair. That was RuPaul's that's what it problem. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's is it was this Sunny and Cher show Cher, um possibly yes. I think it was that. Um, I got you, babe. It's a beautiful purple number, but this feels like a showgirl inspired version. Yes. of this look, yeah. it feels like Mirage's version of drag with this look, which I really do like. The if you're not going to do a perfect recreation, you should make tweaks. Agreed. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, I am never going to be mad when I see a girl do. I'm doing this through my lens, yeah. except when Morphine did it, apparently, because I just didn't like that I was one. like, you hated it so much. It was so good. I didn't hate it that much. You both just kind of went crazy on me. But I will say, I wish she had bigger feathers or more feathers. I wish there was more volume there yeah. because that felt a little like. I mean, it's kind of funny because I feel like she was like, that's the reference. But she was also trying to do this. Uh, when you say this, oh, what sorry. are you describing? Um, so for the share show on Broadway, they had three shares. And one of the shares, the, like, middle share, um, is wearing, like, sort of something similar, which is, like, a bra top with a long skirt and then the long black hair and a hoop earring. Mm. And it feels like that's a little bit of what she was trying to go for, at least in the wig. And, like, this is an illustration of that share. So it almost feels like it might be – she's doing almost an illustrated version of share. And the, the uh, according to RuPaul, this hair is a little bit too 60s for this look. I don't have an opinion on that because I, similar to Mirage, was not alive in the 60s. No. But, David, I know you actually, do you actually agree with this? And I would like I to hear your take. I do agree with this. Um, so, here's the thing. Um, I feel like there's kind of two camps with stuff. There's, does it read and are you persnickety? I am someone who is persnickety. So one year for Halloween, I went as Gwen Stefani and I was like, I love my look, but I'm combining too many eras. It and need- that's more Taylor Swift's thing. Ha ha ha. But even Taylor Swift, her eras are specific. You know, you're not going to see a reputation outfit with a 1989 accessory. So it's just one of those things where I think in Mirage's mind, Yes, this is a share do, but it's not, but it's not cohesive to the look. Exactly. Like it's one of those things where, for example, using my Gwen Stefani reference, I was going for the spider webs look, but I was wearing a lamb belt and lamb didn't come until the early 2000s. 
I will say, at least in regards to Cher, because Cher has had such a long career. Um, we're talking like 1960s to present day. And she's the only person to have had a number one hit, hit in, in every decade. Indeed. Fernando! <laughs> Cher... That's all I have to add to the Cher conversation. <laughs> yeah. But when you have a career that long and you have, you're asking these girls who are, you know, in their 20s to recreate this look to the best of your ability. I think it's okay for someone to be a little bit like, well, maybe the hair is not right, but it's still but it's okay. Cher. It's still Cher. I, I, I don't mean to sound like Michelle Visage, but. Go for it. Go for it. This is RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, you are going to be on the stage for everyone to see, I understand that maybe you're bringing stuff that isn't perfect. You want to bring stuff that like can maybe double for something else because not everyone is going to bring enough for every prompt on the list. But I think that if you see something that says share runway, if you're going to be doing something, do it to the like, I mean, don't just do it to the best of your abilities. Pick a photo, pick a reference and then recreate it as best as possible and have a drag elevation. Mm. And for me, this was not a drag elevation. This was just the hair was wrong. I will also say, in just the defense of the hair being wrong, that the hair that it originally was in this look is more iconic share hair. Yeah. Which Agreed. is just the flat. Like, had she just done a Party City share wig, it would have been more accurate to the look. Yeah. And uh, she probably wouldn't have gotten red for it. Yeah. Um, up next, we have Megami, who is doing Turn Back Time. This is it's such perfect. a perfect it's, recreation. It's, it's perfect. It's draggy. The hair is the exact yeah, volume. Yeah, it looks so good on her. She's moving also, so well. one thing that I think is kind of fun is that actually, this isn't the original Turn Back Time look. This is the, to- this is the current day tour Turn Back Time look. That is... So, so she's turning forward time. Correct. Turning forward time to turn back time. Yes. It's, this is so, there's so much share it's, gore it's here. Prob- Sorry. But like, this <laughs> is also share. probably the best, this might be the best runway of the night. Yeah. Like, it's up there for me. It's it perfect. Is, it it's is absolutely perfection. up there for me. It is, it is doing the prompt incredibly well. Can I um, give one note to Megami? Okay. Uh, Megami. She's never done anything wrong. You've never done anything wrong. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You're Linda Evangelista. I adore you. This was one of my favorite looks of the night. However, Megami, if you do this look again, please wear a nude bodysuit under it and put tattoos on your ass. Because <laughs> you would have been in the top. Okay. All right. Fair. All right. That is, that, that's quite a request. Fair. Uh, next up, Cher, we have- It's so fair at share. We have Plain Jane, and I love this. Uh, this is so good. I it's hate so, how I, hate, I like it. I, it's one of those things where it's like, this was the perfect time for her to take off the breastplate. This mm-hmm. is the perfect time for her to change her hair up. Her makeup is different. It's just stunning. It's I her elegant. But she walks like differently this. in Plain it. Plain Jane did the assignment. Even if she has never heard a share song, she found a reference and did the assignment. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's, it's hard per- for me to really shit on this. But I will say, and I will, I'm probably going to be saying this the whole season, I wish your neck matched your face, sweetheart. Plain, please fix that. Hey, maybe, that's going to drive me nuts. Maybe that's her, just her aesthetic is, you know, she, having the wrong color foundation. <laughs> um, but no, like, but like, it's also a drag elevation. Yes. There's more yes. on it. There's more feathering. It mm-hmm. just, it is actually perfect yes i speaking uh, of things that are actually perfect a mandatory meeting amanda this amanda's was, lack of 
makeup skills really fucking served her here. And I'm not being shady. I'm being fucking but honest. Also, she looks just like Cher. But also everything to like the way that the top is cut badly yes. is correct. Yes. It, this is perfect. Wait, it's so good. quick funny story. When she walked out, I screamed, oh my God, it's the Cher doll. And then they were like, they were like a mandatory meeting as the Cher doll. And then they show the Cher doll. But oh, I know that doll. Cause it's yeah. the one from Will and Grace. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, you homosexual. Uh, <laughs> I love this. I think she, it's such a good choice. <laughs> it's such a weird and good choice. It's not like. It's what do you call it? It's a zig choice. versus a zag. It's, a, it's, a, it's taking it, it it's is, a zag when it everyone is else is zigging. It is an exact yeah. zag in the correct moment yeah. that is so aggressively the prompt. The fact she wasn't in the top for this makes me angry. Yeah. Furious. But one thing that I will say that doesn't shock me about it not being in the top is that going back to RuPaul and Michelle being pedantic about these things, it wouldn't shock me if like, the share doll is not something that either of them has a um, hallmark for. Yeah, they're the only the only doll they really care about is the RuPaul ornament. <laughs> it's also not made by Integrity Toys, so therefore it doesn't fucking matter. But just to f- quickly finish my tan- my thought on that, I feel like if RuPaul had a share doll, it would either be. Um, the Native American one or the turn back time one, just because those are based on ver- two very specific looks versus that, which was a Bob Mackie creation for a share doll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still love it. And no, oh, no, it's amazing. Yeah. Next, next up was Dawn wearing a puffer coat. I think that if Dawn had done poorly in the challenge, she would have lip synced. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Runway. Yep. Yep. Like Dawn is really lucky. Like I actually, I like this runway. I like it when she takes the coat off. It just didn't it's work not the luck. for me. It doesn't I, work. Here's I, what bo- yeah, you, you know what bothered me? What? The jacket's clearly just one color. Yeah. But also the thing that bothers me is that it's not long enough. No. Like, the jacket is going down to, like, halfway through the calf on Cher, and she's wearing the... And her drag version of it is, like, to the hip. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's also just, like, one of those things where I feel like Cher has done so much that I feel like she could have found... A Dawn aesthetic. Yeah. Th- and done that with Cher. Rather than finding a Cher look and trying to add a Dawn Exactly. And I think that the... And, and it... But also, like, it was just done poorly. Because if you're doing 60s Cher, there are so many, like, out there pajama outfits that she wore that she could have recreated and done something a little bit more different with it. And I love Dawn. Like, bought her merch Excited to meet her. Loved on. This was not it for me. And I just feel like it was so off the mark that she's lucky that runways don't always count. And she's lucky somewhat. There were other people who just yeah, sucked. She did yeah. well in the challenge. Um, next up we have Q. Slap my mom. This is good. It's very so good. good. I think that this is the reason she was in the top, but I still don't agree with that. I agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's incredible. It's a perfect recreation. I don't. Have a, I genuinely have so little to say about it because it's just too it's good. Vera, it's yeah, very good. it's what it's a one for one recreation. It looks fantastic. Uh, so this is from the Met Gala, right? The plasma. Plasma at yeah. the Met Gala. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's um, ugly. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the hair. I don't like the makeup. I think that the outfit looks cheap. I think that the skirt looks like a different piece. Um, which is it kind of all does in the regular look too. It just doesn't feel. It just doesn't fit to me. But I think she did so well in the challenge. It didn't matter. I think it's a good look. I don't like Plasma's makeup. 
Um, it's funny that you say that because I actually think that the makeup similar. It's it's weird because I wouldn't say that Cher has bad makeup, but I feel like weirdly the queens who maybe didn't have the best makeup skills looked more like Cher. Yes. Yeah. Well, because that's why I, Cher has been so popular in drag for so long. It's yeah. easy to do a Cher. You can paint a Cher. Yeah, because I feel like she looked like Cher. like one thing that I will say is that I feel like she looked like Cher. I just hated the wig. I thought the wig pr- proportionized her head to look huge. <laughs> I, I, fully, I fully i fully i fully put this away and there are still two queens on this yeah because plasma no. was last last week hun yeah also uh i will say <laughs> in plasma not in plasma's defense but in joe's defense joe during the challenge i finally got what you were go what you meant with plasma and her makeup because there's one part where she like turns her head away from the camera and you see her in profile and there's just like a Terrence and Philip line across ah, her mouth. It and looks I'm like, like oh, she, that's not intentional. It looks like she has a bruise on her face. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where you can tell it's not intentional. It's just not correct. Yeah. Next up, we have Nymphia Wind. Oh, uh, so good. It's so, it. so good. good. We are all, we are, we are, She's, this is Nymphia's world. And we're just living in it's it. A, it's a drag. Uh, it's so, an Egyptian. The drag elements are perfect. Yes. She's just, it's, it hits everything. It's beautiful. It's stunning. It's not yellow. Because I feel like the worry with Nymphia was that she was going to make too many of her runways Mm -hmm. banana themed. And they were going to be like, we don't love your brand. And it's, she's not. She's just doing Cher. Yeah. Incredibly well. And to talk about the whole, like, taking Cher and dragging it up and making it your own. Mm -hmm. Like, this is that. Exactly. That's fabulous. Uh, And And finally... Does Nim does Safira own anything without an eight foot wingspan? No, does, but does she, she doesn't need. I was gonna say are you, I don't think she she needs to explain herself. No, I'm like, I'm this like is fantastic. Are you trying to tell her she needs to show you know, a a smaller wingspan? Because I'll just say you're wrong. No, yeah. I would be wrong because this is. I'm just saying we've had a couple runways from her and they've all been stunning, but they've all had like. You need people to help put that on. No, you need there, people there, to help walk through the There was a level of, like, the first week I was genuinely worried for Safira because I disliked her first runway so much. And every runway since has been fantastic. Yes. And this, is, this was like, so beautiful. It's stunning. It really is. She took off the, like, incredible collar and it looked, it was a great recreation yes. under it that also looked great. The wig is perfection. It's just. This is from the Vegas residency. Again, Safira's consistently serving top four absolutely her nymphia like we are getting vibes and i am not going to argue with them yeah then we go ahead i was like then we get into the judging and the queen uh and the low queens are uh maya mirage and geneva oh my the high queens are high queen uh are (laughs) plain jane q and Plasma. plasma do you agree with this no me neither. No. I So I also disagree with it from a narrative standpoint. Agreed. I think if you're going to produce a television show and you're not going to have Q win this episode anyway, you bring Amanda up, you keep playing where she is, and then you can have them bicker over who was high, who was second, and who was third. Yes. Or you put plane, you put plane safe, you put Amanda high, and you watch someone and un- you watch Dawn and Untucked go... So do you think that Amanda's impressing you now that she's in the top this week? 
that's what I was expecting. Yeah. I was the whole time. As soon as I saw that Amanda was doing really well in the challenge and then I saw her runway, I was like, oh, we're going to get that moment where Amanda's high and plane is safe. And that is going to make a great untucked. Instead, Amanda's safe. What? Yeah. And like Amanda did really well. Yeah. I'll say this. I think that it's funny because one of the first things that Joe said was, I don't know why Don wants a news anchor role. The news anchor role is never going to win you a challenge. Correct. And I think that the sort of plus and minus with that part is you can be in a two-hander scene and outshine your person. I feel like in that, the two-hander was between Amanda and the brick. And the brick was just written to be the more standout character. And the two news anchors are kind of like a package deal. It reminded me of Got Mick and um, Denali. Denali as the Russians, where uh, they were like, yeah, the two yeah. of you are great together. And I think that it was just one of those things where in their mind, they were viewing it as Amanda and Don were one unit and you can't reward the one unit that that is I don't I, I understand that. I understand yeah. what you're saying I don't yeah. like it um I, also, I don't either I'm just I saying that's that, what my that's where my brain and goes. frankly Amanda should have played the brick and just painted her face purple again first of all they tell Maya that they really applauded her for leaning into the part uh they said they wanted more nuance from the character they really didn't like her runway. And then she does the best worst share I've ever heard in my life. I'm great. I'm great. She sounds like a ghost. She sounds like Kermit as It's Cher. so yeah. funny. That saved her. That like, I, I, She was never in the bottom two. I think that they really like him. I think they really see something in Maya that they're curious to see how, what comes out. Um, but they they don't love her. They don't love this runway. They no, didn't they love, love her. her they want more levels in her performance. Yeah. But they applaud that she went for it. Versus Geneva, where they're like, "Do you have any idea who Lindsey Graham is?" And she goes, "No." And they go, "We could tell." Yeah. Like it's so annoying because Geneva, this runway. I, I know you're not a big fan, David, but like I thought this was a great showing runway wise for her. And I don't think she's not funny. I just think she didn't do the fucking work. Yeah, it just it just wasn't it wasn't good. Um, And it it just was generally bad. And I think Geneva in general did the absolute worst this week. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that was also true. I think that was that, that was similarly true last week. I thought that her she did worse in the challenge than Hershey. I disagree on that one. I I mean I just think Hershey had one good runway, um, the B one. Uh, that is then, true. That is true. And then uh, and then we get to Mirage and they just they were like you didn't they basically are telling Mirage you didn't you did not get this and you will be yeah. sinking. Yeah. Um yeah. and Mirage is like fuck. Do you think they were more upset about the kind of like clashing decades on her look or just the fact she kind of sucked doing the monologue. I think I think I think that if she had done well at the monologue she would have just been safe. I think if she had done well with the monologue and she didn't have the clashing decades, she would have been safe. I think I think even if she'd clashed the decades, they would have probably I think that I think that someone else from the first group would have got would have been pushed to low. I think Tsunami or Morphine would have been pushed low mm-hmm. if Mirage had done well. Yeah. Because no one in the first group was good. No, Tsunami honestly Tsunami, Tsunami was the only one in that group who I was like, oh you're fine. Uh I saw Morphine towards the bottom, mm-hmm. but 
I guess Maya was the sacrificial horse. Or I, I mean, I mean, I think that I think that <laughs> Lamb. I Lamb. Think that Thank you. Morphine's runway was so good that they weren't going to put her in the bottom. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then we get to some good news. Um, they liked Plain Jane. They don't bring up Jimbo at all for some reason. They slobber on Plain's knob for a good five fucking minutes. I think you mean breastplate. Whatever. Burger you, finger. Oh my god. Oh, you're so funny. Um, it's one of those things again where it's just like, oh, Plain just Plain just does lacks the sense of humor that I need her to have mm-hmm. for the things that they're saying about her. Yeah. No. If you're going to be a cunt, if you're going to be awful, be charming. Be funny, or at least give me good TV, because right now everything feels very fake and rehearsed. She's but, just not my favorite. But we're going to move not on. Send from, hate. We're going to move on immediately, because she's uh, she's actually not very important in this episode. Um, so we're going to move on quickly to Q. Who's also not very important to this episode. Um, and Q is um, the, the Q's in Q-chi of this season. Oh, Susan. Susan Cucci. Uh, uh, yeah, you're you're proud of Oh, boy. The dog just... Uh, even the dog hates that one. Um, I'm so confused about this. Like, Q, you were so funny. We loved you. You were fantastic. And I'm like, what? I think she came alive in a way I didn't expect. Like, the thing I will say about Q is I didn't expect her to be able to open her mouth and create comedy. And she isn't funny because the jokes aren't funny. Yeah. But she's trying so she's giving so much to such bad material that I think that's why she gets rewarded. I mean, that's I think fair. That she was is basically fair. doing what Bo and Yang did with the iceberg. I didn't see that. Oh, I remember that. It was very popular for a yeah. minute there. And uh no, that's obviously what the joke yeah, is. The it joke. just wasn't really I don't know. I thought Q was perfectly fine, but you could have re- you put could have put Safira up there. You could have replaced put, her with a literal brick, and yeah. it would have been similar. It would have been. Uh, the they same could have interviewed an actual brick, and it would have been fine. Um, and then again, I think Amanda just should have been pushed high because Q's already done well. You don't need to keep bolstering Q. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe they might be continually putting her in the top so that uh, so that she might crack. But who knows? I um, mean, they love they love that yeah. on Drag Race. And then finally, we have Plasma, where they're like, "You're the winner this week. Yes. Congratulations!" Um, like. Anyone who and deservedly so. Yeah, she was incredible. She did. She was so great. well. She was, she was incredible. Really good. The nuances were phenomenal. Everything she did, she was always on being Barbara. She yeah. was a bagel on a plate of onion rolls. Yes, <laughs> I actually got that reference. Um, I will say when they tell Plasma she won, you can see Q's soul leave her body, and I'm like, oh, that's why you're up there. You can also see how shocked Plasma is because yeah. I think Plasma. I think there's a weird level where you go into Drag Race and you know that you're not necessarily the type of queen who they always reward. And so to get that win, it's like, oh, okay. Because the second you get a win, you're a, you're, you're a player yeah. Yeah. suddenly. And she's now suddenly like, oh, I'm in it. I matter. I matter. I, I could get a second win. They could I bring could, me back for all stars. They could decide that I'm worthy of being top four. Yeah. Like, it's such a specific thing to get an early win on Drag Race that I totally understand Plasma's excitement when it happens. And then we have the... Well, one last thing that I was going to say about Plasma. Um, She's hot. Besides that... I was gonna say, there's always queens that like y'all like nerds. Oh my gosh, she's Plasma's so hot. the hottest person so I've ever hot. seen. What? Yeah, I'm like madly in love with Plasma. Ugh. Um, no, but what I was gonna say is, I feel like every 
every year there's always like that one queen who you really like and who you're really rooting for and who you know is just like never gonna like if they're gonna win they're gonna like get a shared win and I was like and the minute I saw Plasma, I was like, I love Plasma. I think she's so hot out of drag. I love her drag aesthetic. She's never going to win. You, when you say win, do you mean win a challenge? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, I mean win a <laughs> yeah, challenge. Yeah, I was a little confused. So are you talking like a Scarlet Envy type where it's like you really like her, but you don't think that they're ever going to reward her solo? Yes. Like like Scarlet Envy, Utica, um, Sasha Velour, um, Jasmine Kennedy. Like all queens that I've, that, that I, I mean, Sasha Velour is the outlier. <laughs> not to say, but but no, Sasha Velour only got Sasha Velour was set up to not win a season. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. She was supposed to be like, uh, we love you. We're gonna see you on All Stars later. You yeah. don't stand a chance. And then roses, and then, exactly. So it's just one of those things where, like, I I was like, I was like, if she wins something, it's going to be because she's winning it with Safira. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I get that. Also. Yeah. So it was a very happy surprise win for me personally. Yeah. And I I also understand that, like, girls go on the show not expecting to win. Mm -hmm. Girls go on the show like, this is a big moment for me to be seen. I just need to make sure I'm not seen as an asshole. Or if I am an asshole, I'm at least a very quotable one. If I I am an asshole, I'm a a nice, tight asshole. There you go. (laughs) And to get the win... For something you love doing. Yeah. That's that's great. Like, she was so hesitant to do Barbara, and now she will be booked to do Barbara all over the world. And did you see her video? Yeah, I I sent it to you. No, I sent it to you. I thought I sent it to you. No, I sent it to you. Regardless, uh, yes, there she filmed a, it's a parody of... uh, Don't Rain on My Parade. Don't Rain on My Parade. On the Staten Island Fair. (laughs) Yeah, and it's great. It's great. Uh, But we also have our bottom two. Yeah. Mirage and Geneva. I don't want to talk about Dawn it. looks horrified when this bottom two so, is announced. So, when you watch Untucked, you know that Mirage says loudly before they get out, I can't do this. I don't know the words. She doesn't just say it. She says it twice. Yeah. And she says it to Amanda. She says it to Dawn. And when she says it to Dawn, you can see, like, the color go out of Dawn's very painted face. It is awful. And you, I'm going to say, I think it's important to note that I don't think Mirage doesn't know the song. She just doesn't she, know the words. She, every, her, her movement, her mannerisms, her, everything is on the beat. It's all happening at the right time. It all fits. But she doesn't know have, the words. She doesn't. She doesn't have a phone. She can't go on Lyric Genius and read the words. And I think that they only got, like, when Sarah Michelle Gellar comes back to talk to them, I think they were like, no, you can't go listen to the song. So she gets, like, literally five minutes to listen to this very long song that's very wordy. It's not that long. It's, like, three minutes. It's, like, a minute and a half. The song... Dark Lady? Dark Lady? It's, like, a three-minute song. The lip sync was short, but they cut, like, a minute out of that lip sync. God. I'm pretty sure it's like, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, I mean, look, is it Dance Yourself Clean? No, but I don't think it's like that long of a song. But this isn't like Greedy, where it kind of feels like Valentina didn't really know even the vibe of Greedy. That is fair. Her dance, Valentina's, without movement, without knowing the words, Valentina still would have lost that lip sync based on how she was performing. Well, yeah, because I think that Valentina just thought that she was Teflon. Yeah, whereas... 
Mirage is truly delivering one of the best lip syncs we've seen in a minute without moving her mouth correctly. She's yeah. not, then it's not a great lip sync. It's a great dance number. Yeah, It's, it's one of those things like if you were watching a drag suicide, this would be incredible. Yeah. Um, which if you don't know, a drag suicide is when uh, the, when you're in like, when you're watching a drag competition, they will get a selection of like artists from the crowd and they'll just play random songs from the artists and have the queens perform them. So they don't necessarily know what song is going to happen or know the words but they'll just perform to the best of their ability whatever the song is yeah it's really tough to watch because geneva's doing a very good performance and i, I might be the only she's geneva very emotional in the face geneva's yeah. giving a performance of i know this song i like this song i've done this song and she's doing a very good job but had mirage known the words it, it would have well, been a blow. So, so, having this a is, different conversation this is geneva's third lip sync and she, she there's a level of like geneva has a split yeah. It's a pretty good split, it's a good but split. it is, she's done it the exact same way in all three lip syncs. Yeah. It is always a jump into the split. It's always the same turn. It's always the same head, head bang at the ground. And it's just like, okay, Mirage, Mirage is doing so many tricks. She hits the floor. She, th she that claps her she, shoe. That moment yeah. where she clap where she casually just kicks the back of her head on a beat there are yeah. so many part points where she's just so perfectly on the beat. She does a cartwheel in like a two count. I yeah. wish I want to see her dance. I want to see her perform. I, I want. Love it. I think that like I think this isn't the end for Mirage. Yeah. Not even close. It's just the end for her in the competition. And yeah. when she's told to sashay away, she can't move. She's a mess. Yeah. She's she. I wonder if they told her the queens they weren't allowed to go hug her because she just collapses on stage it's, and then she walks very slowly it's painful out, yeah. doesn't say anything and you just watch this very beautiful very lovely human shatter it yeah. was very pangina in uk versus the world it and, was and like, but even worse because pangina played a mean game and got a mean consequence mirage just fucked up once and yeah. mirage mirage oh. mirage won the lip sync yeah but because it's a lip, it's a lip yeah. sync. Mirage outperformed Geneva and lost the lip sync. Yeah. Um, and it's very sad. It's very upsetting. And I don't think it's the end for Mirage. I think that she has a big fan base. People she's people are going to come see her when she does stuff. She lives in Vegas, so she'll inevitably put on the Drag Race Vegas show as, like, an alternate. And then they'll start bringing her in. Then she's going to do Work the World. And she, eventually she's going to be on All Stars. And she's going to be great. But for now, it's just really upsetting because this was not Mirage's time. Yeah. And there's, there's like, a handful... There, there are a handful of girls in this season who felt like they were cast to be sent home before Mirage. Yes. It feels like Mirage was supposed to be something specific on this season. And we no longer have that. That's really upsetting. It yeah. does suck. But like Michelle said, not one word. No. That's wrong. Yeah, she got. It's actually some not words. the truth, Ellen. She knows the beginning of the song. The the issue like you could actually specifically see when her mouth they 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 zoom in the first time her mouth uh, is wrong because she's correct at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I All mean, right. it's she's definitely off. Also, uh, that was uh, Michelle saying that was hateful. Yeah. Um, like, like I'm not. I I I I was like, oh, that was that was that was so mean when when you know that you're setting this girl when you know you're about to crush someone's dreams. That was just such a mean thing to do. Yeah. It was definitely one of the uglier things said. I guess for me, I really like Mirage. Same. I think Mirage is something special. Agreed. But, you know, it's a lip sync. She had to know the words. I know. She knew 5%. It, I'll say this. What kind of is really upsetting to me is 
She slayed that lip sync. She won that lip sync as far as I'm concerned. She knew the words enough. The problem is, is that what? She didn't know the words enough. I, I know, but there was a lot of boogaloo shoe. Fair enough. But the problem is, is the fact that if you reward it once, yeah. you have to reward it again. Yeah. And I think that it's important that after Sasha Valor changed the game for Drag Race and all of a sudden it became how much can you stunt, there still needs to be a place for a tight lip sync. Yeah. yeah. And I also just think that like, yeah, it it sucks. It was a very, it was a very sad way to end an episode. It was great television. It was. Yeah. Mirage is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, but, you know, maybe it'll get better next week. If you want to find out, you should subscribe to us, us and make sure to follow us on all social medias. We're at This Toxic Fandom. I'm at Jolie Green Giant. Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope. And David Gorin is at David J. Gorin. And if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, send a love letter to Mirage and tell her she was robbed. She was robbed. If you want to tell Mirage she was robbed, you can also write that in a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. And until next time. Stay toxic, love. Love? Yeah, why not? I'm trying something new.